Welcome to the Whole of All podcast with me, Jay Forbes, back with another episode again. This one, this one's going to be a good one. So we've we've got it's going to be fast paced this week. So we've got a lot to cover. Uh, so we're going to jump in a moment into my helicopter. We're going to go around the world. We're going to visit as many leagues as possible and as many countries as possible. We're going to discover lots of different teams, and I'm going to give you, give you an idea of which leagues I'll be following this year and which players, teams, etc. Uh, so hopefully, I'll give you an idea of. Uh, what the score is in a lot of different leagues across the uh, across the world. So I mentioned the helicopter I'll be getting into. Uh, it's a bit of a magic helicopter, if I'm completely honest with you. Yeah, time zones don't matter to this helicopter. Long distances, weather, no, it doesn't matter at all because this is, uh, like I say, it's a magic helicopter and it's the whole of the ball special helicopter, or I'm calling it the helicopter. <laughs> Do you see? Do you like what I've done there? Brilliant. Right, now it's time to get in the chopper, as Alan Schwarzenegger once said. Um, so I'm just going to jump in now. Uh, my pilot, yes. Um, that's his name, yes. He doesn't speak, but apparently once he said yes. Uh, so that's his name. Uh, he's about, we're about to take off. Just shut the door there. And right, we're off. Uh, we're taking up, off from Barton Airport, not far from Manchester City Centre. Uh, we're going to go up in the air. Oh, oh, what's that smell? Oh, I can smell Davy Hume sewage works. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, there's a stadium below me, so let's have a look at that one. Uh, looks like handball. Hang on. They're all handballing. Ah, would you look at that? It's, it's rugby football. It's a little stadium down here, people playing rugby. It's an interesting sport, but it's not for me. I'm all about the football. Uh, so we're going to go up to a higher altitude and see what uh, if we can find some football being played. So we'll go up a bit higher now. Uh, we need a bit more holistic view of the world of football. Uh, so let's uh, let's have a look what we can see. Uh, right, right below us, we've got England. Uh, there's nothing for me down there. There's uh, many football podcasts talking about the football that's played in England. Uh, but I need to go further. Further afield to find something different uh, for me to look look at. Uh, so I'm going to head south now to France. So on this journey, I'm going to tell you a bit about the teams uh, that we'll, we'll see in the different countries. Uh, I'm going to pick up a few gifts along the way. So uh, we've just arrived in Monaco. So I told you time zones and distance don't matter with this helicopter. Uh, so we just arrived in Monaco. And um, there's just been a Grand Prix on. Uh, so I'm just going to pick up a nice uh, bottle of champagne, one of those big magnum jobbies uh, that they use in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in the Grand Prix. Uh, sorry, I just said jobbies. Made me laugh. Uh, yeah, so I'll pick up one of those huge magnums of champagne. So I'll stick that in the back of the helicopter. Uh, right, now Monaco. Uh, they, they had a terrible season last year, uh, Monaco. They've got uh, Gelson, Mart- Gelson Martins, or Helson Martin. Uh, he, was, he was in the tra- transfer taxi. Uh, if you haven't checked out that episode, go and find it now. Uh, that's a good one, I think. Uh, I expect him to do well. Gelson Martins got play there. Ben Yedder, a lot of experience, capable of scoring a decent number of goals. Uh, hopefully, Falcao will stay at Monaco, so that'll get them uh, back where they should be. Uh, Fabregas can contribute, but he keeps getting himself sent off, so he needs to uh, watch it if they're going to be good this year. Uh, I won't talk about the team that'll probably win the league. But a couple of other teams that the, uh, are going to be interesting to follow this year. Uh, Lille, uh, they finished second last year. Uh, they sold a load of players, but they've got um, interesting young talent like Tim Weir, uh, George Weir's son. Uh, they've also got uh, Victor Ozeman. Victor Ozeman, if I'm, I'm saying that completely wrong. He's 20 twenty-year-old Nigerian. Uh, he's, he's capable of scoring goals. He scored quite a, a number of goals in the Belgian league. So let's see if he can transfer that to France. Uh, we're going to move on to Leon. Uh, they've sold players like Fakir and, and Dombele. 
but they've still got Memphis Depay. Uh, he seems to be getting. A, it seems to be the club that's perfect for him. He's getting a lot of goals there. Okay, so they're going to be doing well this year. We've got Moussa Dembele from Celtic, uh, score a lot of goals. Uh, another ex-Celtic player, Jason Denea, is uh, now a captain there. And he's doing his best for Drew Van Dyke impression. I, I think he's a good player, I think he'll do well for them. Right, uh, can't stick around, we've got a lot of countries to go to, so we're going to go south to Spain. Uh, so yeah, I'm not gonna, obviously not going to talk about uh, the big boys in Spain, because there's no need to. But um, Hetafe. They had a great season last year. Uh, I love watching Hetafe because when you watch their, their ground, uh, the, the games at, when they play at home, you've got a huge bowl of a stadium. and It just looks amazing when there's bright big blue sky and a bowl underneath it you know, where football's played. Uh, so they're, they're going to be a good one to watch. Uh, they've got a player called Jaime Mata. He got 35 goals in Segunda and then moved up into La Liga last year where he got 14 goals in La Liga. Uh, so it's not not bad for uh, one of the unfancied sides. So he'll, he'll get a few goals uh, this this time round. Uh, he does like a card though, so he'll probably get booked or sent off maybe. No, another team we'll see, uh, Mallorca. I mentioned them on a previous podcast. Uh, they got promoted from Segunda last year. Uh, so they've got one of the uh, transfer taxi passengers, Budomir. Uh, hopefully he'll get some goals for them. I do like it when the promoted sides yeah, uh, have a good go in the top division. There'll be a few promoted sides that I'm going to cover in the podcast. Uh, so I always like to, to root for them, the little guy, and see how they do in the big league. So good luck to Mallorca. Uh, Batiste are a great team. Uh, you see the atmosphere at their stadium. It's, it's epic. There's uh, always a full house and they've got a good showing. I uh, just got Nabil Fekir. Uh, nearly made a move to Liverpool. So that they thought he was at uh, Champions League quality. Uh, so let's see how he gets on there. Uh, they've got experienced players like um, William Carvalho and uh, Borja, Borja Iglesias. Um, he scored goals at Espanyol and signed for decent money for Betis, so he should get some goals. Uh, right, we've got to keep moving quickly. We're going to go a bit further west, a short flight to Portugal. Uh, so yeah, I will speak about the big boys in this league because uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting battle. Uh, so I'm talking Benfica, Porto and Sporting. Um, Benfica most, won the most titles in this league, uh, 37, Porto 28 and Sporting 18. So the, the title is usually won by one of these three. And more recently, it's more likely to be won by Benfica or Porto. So Benfica, they've sold João Felix, a great talent, uh, but they have replaced him with uh, Raul de Tomas, uh, RDT. Uh, another transfer taxi passenger, so I expect him to get a lot of goals in this division. They've also got um, a player called Peasy, so Easy Peasy. He gets some goals from midfield. Uh, so they won the league last year, so they'll have a good chance of winning it again this year. Porto uh, were the closest challengers, and probably be again this year. Uh, there's a, a player I like called uh, Vincent Abubakar. He was injured last year, so he didn't play a lot, uh, but he can get goals uh, along with. Another big man up front in every sense of the world, Musa Morega. He's huge, uh, stocky, but skillful guy. He scores a lot of goals. Uh, they've got um, a new player called Z Louise. He's uh, from Cape Verde originally. Uh, they bought him from Spartak Moscow, so he'll get a lot of goals as well. Uh, as for Sporting, uh, they got one of the Hall of Famers uh, in Baz Dost. So he's cracking on a bit in age now. Can he still get the goals in this league? Well, we'll see. Uh, they got Bruno Fernandes, uh, or Fernandez. Uh, he's admire, admired around Europe. A lot of teams tried to sign him, but he ended up staying there. So uh, uh, can he do well, and can Sporting get in on the title race again? 
we'll see. So uh, a bit of a longer flight this time. We're going to head uh, across the Atlantic to Canada. Uh, I'm not going to stay here too long. Uh, we've done a bit on Canada on a few different podcasts, so I don't want to labour the point too much with uh, Canada. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's time for us to stop and grab a gift. Uh, I'm just going to stop at Tim Hortons. It's a coffee and cake place that's pretty famous across Canada and North America. Uh, so I'm going to get a coffee and get some cakes to take back home. So uh, that'll be a good one there when I get back home. So, yeah, the, the team there, you've got Cavalry. Uh, a team that won the spring season and the challenges in the fall season as well. Although we've got a bit more competition in this fall season from Forge. Uh, so Forge FC finished second in the spring season. Uh, they're doing better this in, in the fall season. Uh, so that, that they'll probably compete. They've got a, a player called Borges. And one of the over-enthusiastic commentators, uh, when he scored a goal, said, uh, Forges! Borges! Gorgeous! <laughs> really funny when he scored a goal and I, oh, oh, every time I hear his name I think about that now. Uh, there's another team there I like. Uh, the, I picked these guys out of my team for this league. Halifax Wanderers. Uh, they actually got the name of the team from a fans group. So they had a fans group that were hopeful that they would one day get a team in their area. Uh, so they called themselves the Halifax Wanderers. Uh, but when they started to create a team in that area, they liked that the, the people who, might, who were creating the team liked the name so much, they asked them to take it. Uh, so then the, the fan club changed their name to uh, the, the Privateers. So they, that's their, they're called now, so the club could have their name. So that's an interesting one to that one. Uh, the team's not great. They've got a great manager with a lot of experience, uh, but they're not, not being that great, but I, I still like them. All right, back in the helicopter. Uh, we're going to go to uh, a bit further south to USA. I mentioned, mentioned the helicopter. It's a, it's a special one, this one. But I've read up a bit on helicopters because, you know, if you're going to trust your life in one of these, you need to know a bit about them. Uh, so I've, I've discovered that the bolt holding the rotor blades onto a helicopter is called a Jesus nut. <laughs> it's a single point of failure which would lead to a helicopter crash. So, uh, yeah, you've got to be careful. You don't want to do your Jesus nutting. <laughs> uh, anyway, while we're in America, I'm going to check out a team I think is going to win this year in the, the MLS Cup. You got LAFC, you got Carlos Vela, Diego Rossi. Uh, it's going a lot of goals, so I expect them to win. Another team, also from Canada, uh, Toronto, is one of the best, well, probably the best of the Canadian sides. They've got a player called Puzuela that I really like watching. And seem to get a lot of goals, um, along with Al- Josie Altador, who couldn't score in England, but can't stop scoring in the MLS. Uh, so the Toronto do well. Uh, Atlanta are a great team to watch. They, they won last year. They won the MLS Cup last year. And they, they also won the Campiones Cup recently, beating the Mexico, Mexican side. Uh, so I mentioned that co- competition in the last tournament, in the last podcast even. Uh, so yeah, they went and won that. Uh, Joseph Martinez, just such a, a quality player. He will definitely be playing at a higher level. He seems to love it at Atlanta, but he's, he's so talented that I think he deserves a bigger stage in the MLS. So right, they're uh, going to go south. We'll just go over Trump's wall to Mexico. I'll just have a look down from the helicopter. Can't see a wall down there. Maybe the Mexicans are saving up. Uh, anyway, let's go down. We've got Mexico again. We spent a lot of time here last week, but so I'm just going to cover this quickly. You've got the uh, UANL, Tigre, we called them. And that's, uh, they're the Clausura winners, and they've got a, a player that I think is going to score them goals in Eduardo Vargas. Uh, we've got another team I'm going to be keeping an eye out throughout the season, uh, Monterrey. A pretty consistent team. Don't tend to win uh, anything in terms of uh, the each, either close or aperture seasons, but they always seem to be competing. They've just signed Vincent Janssen. He's couldn't, couldn't score a lot of goals at Spurs, but maybe at this level he can get a lot of goals. So let's see. Uh, it's also Club America. It's probably 
probably going to be one of my favourites there. I don't know, there's something about them that I like. Uh, they, they won the Aftura, and they've got a, a player I've seen play uh, in a couple of divisions, uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Dos Santos. So he also got some goals for them. All right, south again, uh, on to Brazil. It's time to grab a gift again. Uh, so what do you get when you're in Brazil? Brazil nuts. Yeah, the, uh, the Brazil nut tree is grown in Brazil, surprisingly enough. Uh, apparently there it's illegal to cut down one of these trees. Uh, they're common throughout the country and they can actually cause injury if you happen to be standing underneath a falling nut. Uh, people have been killed by Brazil nuts, apparently, so I'll be careful while I'm picking up some Brazil nuts. Right, uh, now I'm here, I'm going to have a look at uh, these three teams I'll keep an eye on this season. Uh, Santos, finished 10th last year, but they've won the title eight times before and they're top for the league so far, so maybe they'll give it a go this year. Uh, you've got Palmeiras, or Palmeiras, uh, they're last year's, win last year's winners, and they've won the league a record 10 times. So they'll uh, be expecting to be challenged again. Uh, so we've got uh, Flamengo, yeah, they, they finished second last year, and they've, as a club in the history, got five titles. So maybe they're worth a shout for the league again this season as well. Right, uh, down to Argentina. The Argentina league's not something I know a lot about, uh, but it's one I'll be looking into to discover more. Uh, we've got River Plate, probably River and Plate and Boca Juniors are easily the two most famous teams in Argentina. Uh, River were fourth last year and they've, they've won the most titles over the course of the years with 36 titles. Uh, in their team we've got uh, mainly Argentinians, typical of this league. They've got quite a lot of youngsters, so quite a youthful team there. Uh, Boca Juniors were third last year. They've uh, almost won as many titles as River with 33. You've got Daniel Di Rossi's just moved there, so that'll be interesting. Uh, you got Tevez that's still playing there. And there's a player <laughs> whose name I like that I've discovered here. Uh, there's actually an Argentinian player called Kevin McAllister. Uh, Kevin McAllister. Uh, so, yeah, they, they need to be careful when they're going to away games. <laughs> that they don't leave him uh, at home on his own. Okay, uh, the other team that it's uh, this is I'm, I'm I'm determined to get to the bottom of this. Uh, this other team they called uh, Defensia Justicia, Defensia e Justicia. So their name means defense and justice. They were second last year, but they were top for a, quite a long way, and they came close. Uh, they've never won the league there, so it'd be interesting if they could bag a title this year. Uh, I did have a look at the name. Uh, I was expecting to find with a name like Defense and Justice. Uh, Defensia Justicia. I was expecting to find that they were originally a police team or something like that. I can't seem to find anything uh, other than the fact that it was it was started by a group of friends. Uh, so I'm going to try and investigate more and see uh, what the reason is behind an unusual name. Right, uh, we're going to go around the world the wrong way. So we're going across the South Pacific and uh, a bit west to Australia. So Australia. Their season's going to be starting pretty soon. It's, it's one I like, like to watch on really early Saturday, Sunday mornings uh, when no other football's on, so it's a perfect slot that's uh, it's filled by some decent football there. Uh, Perth Glory won the Supporters' Shield last year, so they finished top of the league, uh, so they classed as the Premier's winning. So that was the first time they'd won that trophy. They had quite a history of being runners-up, but it's the first time they won that. Uh, but they couldn't go on to be champions in the playoffs because they got beat by Sydney FC in the final. Uh, Sydney FC, that was the fourth time champions of, uh, by winning the playoffs. Um, they've also won the, the Premiers, or they've finished top of the league three times, uh, a record they share with Melbourne Victory. Melbourne Victory, probably not going to expect it to win anything. Matt won the FA, FFA Cup, 
Uh, it's an interesting cup, this, that starts and I think it starts and finishes before the league finishes. But Sorry, before the league starts. So it's a bit of an unusual one. It's front-loaded like that, but it's interesting to see. So Melbourne Victory, the best thing I like about these is when they play at home, they come out to uh, the classic uh, Stand By Me and they all, all the fans sing that. So it's, it's a great way to start a game of football. So after that, you'll never walk alone. That, that's much better. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go north now to China. So yeah, while we're in China, uh, as we're going north, I will probably not have time to do this. It's probably a bit too dangerous to do as well. But uh, uh, if we went southwest to China, to Nepal, or maybe the Nepal and China border, we'd find Mount Everest. And uh, there was a French fighter pilot once that um, called Didier Dussale. He actually landed a helicopter on the summit of Mount Everest. So at 29,000 feet, he landed his helicopter on the top of Mount Everest. And then he did it the next day, just to prove he could do it. <laughs> uh, the, the helicopter he was in, uh, interestingly, was the Eurocopter AS350 Squirrel. So uh, if anyone talks about Everest, you can say to them, do you know that Squirrel has been to the top of Mount Everest? Yeah, that's there's a fact you can share. So yeah, he's the only person to ever land a helicopter on the on top of Everest. Well, I don't think we'll be trying that. Will we? Yes. No, he's not talking to me. Right, okay. So while we're here in China, we're going to uh, see uh, Gansu Evergrande. I think when you try to look at the Chinese league, uh, some of the names are a bit complicated to read or understand. So what I'm going to do a bit more, spend a bit more time watching the Chinese league, and I think I might have to give each team a bit of a nickname so it's easier for me to remember who they are. But uh, Gansu, very grande. They were last uh, last season's champions. Uh, they've got a player called Zhao Lin. Uh, his nickname's Zhao Linsman. I love that. <laughs> He's a veteran Chinese striker. Uh, they've got quality players in Paulinho, ex of Barcelona and Spurs. Uh, Talisca is a great Brazilian, scores lots of goals as well. Elkson, Elkison scores a lot of goals. Uh, Fabio Cannavaro is the manager, probably the most famous person there, to be honest. Uh, at the moment in the league, they've got the most points, the most goals, and considered the least, so they're most likely to be champions. Uh, but there'll be other teams trying to uh, compete with them. Uh, this uh, Shanghai SIPG, uh, they've got Hulk and Oscar. Uh, they did have uh, Wu Lei. He was the Golden Boot winner, so he scored the most goals in the Chinese Super League five years in a row. Uh, he's actually made the move to Spain now with Espanyol, and uh, he's doing well out there. So I, I think with players moving like that, this Chinese Super League may just get a bit more respect uh, for some of the quality it has there. Um, but yeah, they might have lost that top scorer, but they've now got Marco Arnautovic, and he's just banging them in. He scored an absolute belter the other day. Uh, so it's worth uh, keeping an eye on what you can see in that Chinese league uh, because they, this, you might have some ageing players there, but there's some quality football to be seen. Uh, Shandong Lunang, or the Shandong Lunis. I've got Fellaini, Graziano Pelle, uh, and a young Brazilian called Roger Guedes. So yeah, keep an eye on them too. Uh, while I'm here, I'm just going to grab another gift. I'm going to get one of those uh, cat things that you see in the Chinese. You know those little Ch gold or silver Chinese cats that with the waving hand. Well, I read up on this, and uh, he said these things are uh, incorrectly called the Chinese lucky cat. It's actually Japanese, and it's for good fortune. And it's a, a maneki neko or a beckoning cat. So that uh, waving motion is actually um, a, a regional gesture for beckoning. A bit different from uh, the European gesture 
physical gestures, but this, the cat's bennet beckoning people to come in. Uh, so it's, it's, it brings good fortune for the owner. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to grab one of those to take home. Yeah, right now we're off to uh, Russia. Uh, so we're going to go uh, further north still to Russia. Uh, Zenit St. Petersburg, who just signed Malcolm. He's uh, probably not received so well to start with, but I'm sure he'll uh, make everyone excited with his talent. Uh, so he's got a young prospect there. You've got an old guy like Ivanovic there, ex of Chelsea. Uh, they won the league last year. Uh, it was their fifth in sort of the new style of league. They won their fifth title. Uh, CSKA, uh, people start calling them Siska, but CSKA. They finished fourth last year. They've got six titles since the new setup. They've got a goalkeeper, Akin Fiev. He's actually played for over 400 games for CSKA and over 100 for Russia. And he actually joined CSKA at aged four. So um, I don't think they'll ever let him leave. He's mad as <laughs> one person can embody the club, and it's definitely him. Uh, another team in that league that I'll be keeping an eye on will be uh, Locomotive Moscow. Uh, they finished second last year, and they've, they've got a record 10 titles since the league sort of re-established itself in 1982. Uh, they've got uh, Jefferson Farfan, Farfan, and uh, Portuguese Eder, and another guy there called Smolov. Uh, he's capable of scoring a lot of goals, so we'll see what happens there. We're going to move uh, west now to Sweden. There's a team called Aika that I discovered last year. I've mentioned them uh, before. Aika or AIK Stockholm, the last year's champions. Uh, they've won 12 Swedish titles so far. Uh, they've got an old striker called Goitom that bangs him in. Elu Nusi is a decent midfielder, gets in the goals uh, on the score sheet. Seb Larsson, uh, the Premier League fans all know him. He's got he scored a couple of good free kicks last year. And uh, Nabil Bahui will get them a lot of goals. So I expect them to be uh, probably win the league again. In that league, you've got Ostersons as well. Um, they've got the fairy tale story of coming out of nowhere and uh, winning the cup and doing well there. So I think everyone knows about them. Uh, there was six last year. Uh, it's only the fourth season in top flight since the club uh, was established in 1986. They're not great at the minute. Uh, you've got some English players there and English management still uh, since Graham Potter's left. Uh, but I expect them to uh, be doing well. I'm keeping an eye, an eye on them. A team that were historically the best, uh, Malmo. They've got the uh, most titles with 20. Finished third last year. So this team's managed by an Uwe Rosler. And they play in light blue as well. So uh, some Man City fans might want to be keeping an eye on them. Uh, so now we're going south to Norway. Yeah, well, while we're in Norway, I think it's about time I picked up another gift to take home. So uh, apparently, uh, a Norwegian delicacy is uh, a licorice candy called lakris. Uh, it's a, a big thing, and apparently Nor Norwegians take pride in, their, in the quality of their chocolates as well. So a combination of the two uh, is sort of what I'm going to take home. So chocolate and licorice. I, I don't think I'll be eating that, but I think if I take that home, uh, I'm sure lots of people will like that. So yeah, while we're here, I'm going to check out Rosenberg, or Rosenborg. They, they won last year, that's the 26th title. Recently I saw a game, or I was following a game, where an Eric Botheim, or Botheim, uh, he was a 19-year-old, scored a hat-trick, and he actually got two assists from a 17-year-old, Emil Cede. Uh, so uh, they've got some good young players there, scoring goals and helping out. Uh, they've got a couple of oldies as well in Soderlund and Conradsen. They're on the 30 mark. Um, they'll balance out the experience uh, with the youth there. So yeah, that's Rosenberg. Uh, Mulder, uh, they were second last year. They've won three titles over the years, the last in 2014. Uh, there's a team here I like the look of called Viking. 
everybody knows the story of the Vikings, and uh, that caught my eye. Uh, they're back after winning the second division. Um, they were only one year down in the lower league before they raided their way back. See what I did there? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Vikings, be keeping an eye on them, hoping they do well. We'll see if they can add to their eight titles they've won in the time there. Uh, so we're going to go further south now to Denmark. Um, so, yeah, Denmark, we got... I see Copenhagen. This is a team that are catching my eye more and more. Uh, the current champions and most successful in the modern era. Yeah, they, they had a last season's top scorer, Skov. He's moved to Hoffenheim now. He's got 30 goals. But they've also got a couple of players that will get them goals as well. Uh, Damon Doye. Uh, he scored 25. He's a, he's a 34-year-old Senegalese. He's apparently the eighth uh, all-time top scorer in the league with 81. So he's still got goals in that team, so they'll do well. Uh, FC uh, Midtjylland. The club was only established 20 years ago. Uh, they won the cup last year, and they've won the league twice um, since they were created. Uh, they've got an interesting way of how they manage there uh, with uh, Matthew Benham, uh, his moneyball ideas uh, for how they can uh, do well in football. You got another transfer taxi passenger at this club, uh, Sorry Cabba, uh, so I'll be keeping an eye on him. It's another team who's, uh, whose name I've heard a lot before, um, Alborg. Their proper name is AAB, or Ab Alborg Bold Spill Club. Bold Spill Club. Basically means Alborg's Ball Sport Club. They've got four titles, including the last one in 2013 2014. So let's see if they can make up the numbers and do well in that division. All right, quick, get back in the helicopter. Getting a bit peckish now. I might have to stop for something to eat in Germany. That's our next destination. Speaking of food and being hungry, this reminds me of uh, uh, an old mate of mine. His dad used to say to him, uh, get me some of those helicopter Chris, son. Get me some of those helicopter Chris. He said, what? Helicopter Chris? He says, oh, never mind. If there's none of them left, just get me some plain ones. Plain. <laughs> Made me laugh anyway. Uh, right, uh, so we're in Germany. Uh, I'm not going to cover the big boys. Bayern and Dortmund will probably be fighting for the title. Uh, but I'm going to be keeping an eye on Wolfsburg. So there was six last year. And they just avoided relegation the year before. And they've, uh, they've only won the league once, and that was ten years ago, with a load of goals from Dzeko, Edin Dzeko, and Graffiti. So hopefully they've got some goals in that team to uh, try and emulate that this year. Uh, these uh, FC Cole. Uh, FC Cologne. They won the, the second division last year. Uh, they spent only one year in uh, the Bundesliga 2. They were underperforming when they got relegated last time, so it was a bit unexpected that they got relegated. So they'll, they'll expect, expect to stay clear of relegation this year. So it'll be interesting to follow them. Uh, another team that's uh, got a decent story, Paderborn. They were top of the Bundesliga after four games in 2014. Uh, did really well, but then the absolutely plummeted successive relegations. Uh, nearly went down to the fourth division. If it wasn't for a club going bust, they would have been down to the fourth tier. Uh, but since then, they've bounced right back up season after season promoted back to the big time so let's see what they can do going to head on to Poland now I'm just going to pick up a gift before we start having a look at the clubs here uh, so I'm going to pick up some Ozypek Ozypek I'm probably pronouncing this terribly um, it's a smoked cheese made of salted sheep milk made exclusively in the Tatra mountains region of Poland so yeah I don't know whether uh, people should be milking other animals apart from cows it seems a bit strange but they seem to be happy to milk the sheep maybe this uh, smoked cheese will be decent so i'll take some of that home there. and there's a couple of teams there well a few teams that you're pretty famous you've got uh, lek poznan the fans famous for how they celebrate and you've got a, a danish forward uh, gidjaya who scores a lot of goal and they've got 
Pavel Tomczyk, Polish forward that'll get them a lot of goals. They weren't great last year, but the year before they finished top of the league, but then lost in the playoffs. So technically not champions in that league form. Uh, another team there, Lekia Gdansk. Uh, they were good last year. They finished first in the league, but they didn't win the playoffs. The year before they were rubbish, so it'll be interesting to see how they do this year. And you've got another famous name, uh, Lee Giuasso. Uh, they were second in the league and they finished third after playoffs. But uh, yeah, they, they, have, they have won the league in recent years, just a couple of years ago. Uh, so they might be able to compete. Right, uh, hop, skip and a jump over the Czech Republic and we're going to go and check out Austria. Uh, so Red Bull Salzburg uh, or Rassen Ball Sport Salzburg, they probably call themselves. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they won the 13th title last year. Uh, they've done six in a row and they've won eight of the last ten. So they seem to be dominating that division. Uh, they've got Alfie Harland's son, a 19-year-old, uh, scoring goals, getting assists since he's moved there. Uh, a couple of Japanese players, uh, Minamino and Ukagawa, they're helping out there. Uh, and we've got an American coach, uh, Marsh, who uh, has got a few Africans in the squad as well. So an interesting bunch uh, in the squad. And they'll, they'll go in the league. Stum Gratz will be trying to stop them doing that. They've won three titles before, the last in 2010. Uh, they've got an interesting striker, Jacob Jantz, Jantzscher. He only scored two last year, but he scored two in his first game this year. So let's see how he does. Uh, they've got uh, an interesting Georgian uh, in the team, in the midfield, K- Kitesh Vili, who I'm told is going to be good. Uh, so that leaves another team I'm going to talk about in this league, LASK, L-A-S-K. That's, uh, it stands for Linzer Athletic Sports Club with a K. Yeah, they finished second last year, and they're going to be competing again. Uh, they've only won the title once in the time, and that was in uh, 1965. So can they uh, ring back the good times again? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, getting hungry again, so I'm going to fly over Hungary, miss them out, and go to Romania. I'm excited about Romania. I think the national team is going to do really well. Got a lot of young, young, good Romanians coming up at the moment. So this is a league I'm going to be keeping a close eye on. Um, Steaua Bucharest won a record 26 titles. Finished second last year. We got a lot of goals from uh, Dennis Mann. Uh, who's Deman? Dennis Mann. Uh, he's injured this year, unfortunately. So uh, you're going to have to rely on uh, Florian Coleman to get some goals. We've got a decent keeper as well. I love him out. He's only 20. Wears a number 99 shirt. Always interesting. Uh, they've got a young, another young player, Panteru, will get them a lot of goals. Uh, so we'll see how they go on. Uh, they'll be challenged for the title by Georgia uh, Hashi's club, Vitaro Constanta. Just won the Super Cup. Uh, they won the Cup last year after finishing fifth in the season and third in the playoffs. Haji's the manager and the owner. We've got another famous name, Popescu, as the chairman. So it's, uh, it's only founded in 10 years ago, 2009, this team. And in 2016-17, they won the league with a, a squad age of 22. So it's uh, it's designed as a as, as a, an academy team, really. They, uh, they, they have a lot of uh, focus on young talent in that team, so they're interesting to watch. But the team that'll probably win it is Cluj. Uh, yeah, they've uh, they, they won last year. That's their fifth title. Dan Petrescu, a famous Romanian, as the manager. We've got uh, an Argentinian, Coolio, uh, Emmanuel Coolio. Uh, likes his goals almost as much as his red cards. So he'll do well. Uh, Mario Rondon will score. We've got a French striker called Omrani Bilal. He'll get a lot of goals. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, and also Georges Tukdin. As a, another Romanian who's young and he'll score lots of goals. Right back north and east to the Ukraine. Okay, so uh, while we're here, it's time for let's grab another gift to take home on our journey. Uh, so I'm going to pick up something called a pisanki. 
Pazenki. It's an intricately ornamented traditional gift uh, that they've been given for centuries. Uh, it's a hand-carved or hand-painted Easter egg made of wood. Uh, Pazenki. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm going to take one of those home with me. I'm also going to have a look at Shakhtar Donetsk. They won the league last year. That was their 12th title. Uh, they've got a goal-scoring midfielder called Marlos. Uh, Brazilian Tyson has been there ages. He gets lots of goals. Uh, another Brazilian. Uh, they love this part of the world, Brazilians. Oh, they do get everywhere, the Brazilians. Uh, Dentinho is not named after Ronaldinho's dentist. No. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got, actually got six Brazilians in the match day squad. So let's see how they do. Uh, Denimo Kiev finished second last year. They've won a record 15 titles in this country. They, they've got mainly Ukrainians. Uh, there's a lot of Ukrainians and very few foreigners in that team. Uh, but you've got, you've got uh, Bialski scoring a lot of goals. Uh, so we'll see how they do. Another team in this league, Maripol or Mariupol. I don't really know much about them. Not, not, I don't even know how to pronounce the name properly. Uh, they spent a couple of years in the second division recently, uh, but I know they've competed in Europe because I recognise the name, so I will be finding out more about them soon. So we're going to fly over the Black Sea to Turkey. Uh, so, yeah, I've just realised uh, I've not uh, thought about fuel on this flight, but uh, you know what? This helicopter doesn't need fuel because it runs on football. So let's take in some more football, eh? Uh, we've got an, uh, a Turkish team that I've been keeping my eye on called Basik Shahir. I'm just about to pronounce their name. Uh, they finished second or third in the last three years. Uh, they've never won the league, so I really want them to, to do that. Apparently they're not popular in Turkey political reasons but we don't do politics on this podcast so uh, all i know about them is they've got a few ex manchester city players on in the team gail cliche adebayo rubinio uh, so i'd like to see them compete this year uh, but the league may well be won by galatasaray uh, they won last year it's the 22nd time that they've won the league uh, in the modern era and uh, they've got uh, a senegalese striker called uh, diagne who scores a lot of goals uh, he's desperate to get back in the Senegal, so Senegal side at the age of 27. Uh, so I expect him to score a lot of goals uh, and try and get in that Senegal team. But Ryan Babbles moved back to Turkey with Galatasaray and uh, his teammate at Fulham last year, Jean-Michel Sarri. Uh, so he's highly rated, so they, they should do well. Uh, Fenerbahce are an interesting team. They, they were terrible last year, but they weren't far off the top of the league in the previous two years. So let's see if they can come back, because they, they're a club that's won the league uh, 19 times over the years. And they've got a Max Cruiser and uh, Victor Moses in the side. Uh, so uh, s- some talent there to play with. Uh, right, west now to Greece. We'll just, uh, I'm going to stop for just a quick stop in Greece. Uh, I'm interested to come back here, because I know this is a league full of drama. And there's some great stories I can tell about uh, Greece. So I will be coming back here. So I'm only going to stop here briefly to tell you that uh, PAOK, Pauk, won last year. That was their third title. AEK Athens won the league the year before. That was their 12th title. The year before that, Olympiakos won. That was their 44th title. So you can see he's been dominating that country over the years. Uh, So I will be coming back here. So I'll leave for now. I'm going to head northwest across the Mediterranean Sea to Italy. So everyone knows the big boys in Italy, so I won't be talking about them. But there's a few other sides that uh, are worth looking at this year. Uh, Atalanta, uh, they've had a great last few years. They finished third last year, on just seventh year before, but fourth year before that. Uh, they've never won the league, but they're uh, getting more competitive these days. So uh, let's see if they can uh, at least try and give uh, the big boys a run for the money. Uh, there's also uh, Torino. 
uh, a team that I like. Won the league seven times, but the, the last time in 1976. Pretty much a mid-table team, but they've got some talent there with Simone Zaza, Bellotti. Got a good manager in Walter Mazzari. Uh, so they should do hope to do better this year. Another one of the promoted sides that I like so much, uh, Brescia. Uh, they won Serie B last year, and they once won the Anglo-Italian Cup in 1994. Uh, so they've only played for one year in Serie A since 2005. So they'll be looking to see if they can make an impact and uh, re-establish themselves as a Serie A side. So I look forward to seeing that. Right, we're going north uh, through the Alps to Switzerland. Yeah, I can't resist taking a gift here. I'm going to grab one of those Toblerone bars. It's believed to represent the triangular-shaped Matterhorn Mountains, although that is disputed. But it makes good chocolate, even if it can get stuck up your nose when you're trying to eat it. Uh, so the team that have been dominating there more recently are Young Boys. Uh, they won the league last year. It was that 13th, 13th title. Uh, they've got a Cameroonian player called Insami, who scores a lot of goals. Uh, and there's also a, a player called Gilame Huraru. Horayu, even. Uh, he's a 35-year-old, so not a young boy, but uh, but one who's going to score a lot of goals. <laughs> Basel are a, a great team in, in this country as well, Switzerland. Uh, they were second last year, and over the years they won 20 titles. So they'll be challenges again this year. They'll be hoping to get a lot of goals through Ricky Wolfwinkel. Sorry, Ricky Van Wolfswinkle. What a great surname that is, if I can say it. Uh, another team that um, may be competing as well is uh, FC Sion. Uh, they won the league twice, uh, but last in 97. And they've got a player called Kasami, who gets a lot of goals from midfield. Uh, so, right, uh, we're going to go northwest now to Belgium. So, yeah, there's a team here that, uh, that I've been watching for a while now, Club Bruges. They've won 15 titles. They were hoping to get a 16th this season, and they're my tip for the title in, in uh, Belgium this year. They've got a player called Vanaken, who scores he scores at least 10 goals every season. Proper team player, consistent. Got uh, Varma, the captain, who gets goals and assists. So Vanaken and Varma have been there ages, so keep things ticking over. Josiah Mingele, who's uh, probably not the best Premier League goalkeeper, but he's certainly the, the best goalkeeper in this division now. They've got uh, Okerere, he's a new signing, who'll get them a lot of goals. Another Nigerian, Emmanuel Denise, who'll score goals. Got a guy called Shrivers, who's only 23, but he scores a lot of goals. So they'll be they'll be hoping to do well. I've noticed that after they win, whoever gets man of the match has to get a, they borrow a megaphone from the crowd and sing a song with their fans. That's a nice touch and uh, one I quite like to see. There's another team in this league uh, that I'll go on to talk about. Genk, they won the last year. They won the title last year. It's the fourth. Um, they won uh, this season's Super Cup as well. They've got an 18-year-old Swedish striker. that's has his debut, Benjamin Nygren. Georgia has his sons here. He's a 20-year-old, and he's going to do really well in that team as well, uh, as, along with Samara Mbuana. They'll get a lot of goals there. Uh, a team that will be watched by a lot of people in England this year, Anderlecht. Uh, over the years, they won 34 league titles, and the last one in 2017, but they've been pretty terrible recently. Uh, Vincent Company's made things a bit more exciting there. He's definitely got a job on his hands, and I hope he stays there a few years, because I think that he'll need that time for them to be successful, and I hope he can make them successful. Just hope he, uh, I hope people are patient enough, because it is a big job. Uh, they've got uh, some some. Decent signings like Nasri and Chadley. Uh, they've got Philip Sandler, a young and promising defender there. They've got uh, Michel Vlap, who's a, a 22, and he's a midfielder that scored a lot of goals. 
in Holland, so hopefully they'll do well there. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be competitive, that one. I'm near the end of this journey now, and I've been enjoying this. I feel like Annika Rice running around, uh, uh, flying around even in a helicopter on a bit of a treasure hunt. So yeah, it's been, been good, that. Uh, so we're going to go to my last destination. Uh, I'm going to pick up a gift, something I have always wanted to wear. Uh, so it's, it's some clogs. Uh, clogs are wooden shoes that the uh, the Dutch make. So I'm going to grab some of them and do the tourist thing. I'm going to talk about the, the big boys in this league. Uh, so yeah, Ajax, um, Tadic will score a lot of goals, including penalties. Taglafico is an Argentine defender, does well. Transfer taxi player, Ras van Marin, a defensive or attacking midfielder. Another young, good Romanian who could uh, do a job replacing Frankie de Jong in the midfield. Vendenbeek and Tadic will get the goals. Uh, also uh, Dolberg, the very handsome Dolberg, will get more chances this year, along with uh, Ziyech getting goals. So they'll probably win the league again, but PSV uh, will want to challenge them, definitely. PSV won the league last year. They've got a, a youngster called uh, Lammers. I keep seeing his name. His, his first name starts with an S, so it looks like Slammers, like Tequila Slammers. Uh, he spent last year on loan at Heronveen, scoring one every two games, so he'll do well there. Daniel Marlin, an ex-Arsenal uh, youth, uh, will score 10 last year, so he'll get a few. Chucky Lozano had a couple of good seasons, uh, scoring goals there, but I think he may be on the move. Uh, but you've got Stephen Bergwin, he's 21, and he's capable of scoring a goal every other game, so he'll do well for them as well. Another team there that... Um, I'll be keeping an eye on is FC Twente. Uh, they got relegated. They've um, they won the league last year, the second division. And it was the first time they were outside the top flight for 34 years. The year before they got relegated to send them down there. Uh, so I think that they'll be desperate to re-establish themselves in the league and maybe emulate the only title they ever won in 2009-2010 season with Steve McLaren, the English coach that fam- famously put on a fake uh, <laughs> Dutch accent on these press conferences. So that was a bit of a crazy time. <laughs> so yeah, I've really enjoyed this uh, helicopter journey around Europe uh, and the world. Uh, I'm going to go on for my tea now and give out some of these presents to my family. Uh, so thanks for joining me on this journey uh, around the world for the Hole of the Ball podcast aboard the Holocopter. Uh, I've, re- I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to be keeping, a, uh, we've covered 25 leagues there and I'm going to be watching or keeping an eye on at least those leagues. I'm going to try and bring you the best uh, stories, moments and entertaining nonsense from those leagues. So you keep listening, I'll keep talking. So that's over and out from me and uh, I think uh, I'll be heading home and uh, I'll see what presents I've got. See you next time.